Oh, my God. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
ואף על פי שיתממה עם כל זה אחכה לו ואף על פי שיתממה בכל יום שיבוא It takes us a long time. We've been too many times around the Prospect Park. And even though we get tired and we stumble, I know there's a way to lighten up. There's a way to brighten up the darkness. perfect faith and I believe that every man can see if he just takes the time reads between the lines and thinks about how things are gonna be
ואף על פי שיתממה עם כל זה חכה לו ואף על פי שיתממה בכל יום שיבוא Do 
JM in the AM. Well, the major album Freed fans must have loved the last 10 minutes or so. That's a fantastic medley starting with Nafshi off of the Project Relax album here at JM in the AM. New York Boys Choir with Bissimcha. I didn't expect the uh, Mishanichna's Adar words in there, but I figured Bissimcha is certainly a nice theme for a Thursday morning. Uh, Diaspora with Vaafal P. Uh, you heard C. Landsbaum with Tsena. Halila was done by Amr Madar, Yossi Green, and Shragi Gestetner together with Varmkite. We actually ended the show with that yesterday, so I figured it'd start with it today. And Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a JMNAM broadcast for a Thursday. I think we missed one in there, right? Yeah, after Tsena was a uh, live Diasperados uh, um, piece. Um, oh, it was after that. Shma Bani from Diaspora. I got it. Shma Bani from Diaspora. Um, all right, we'll, we'll insert that into the playlist and uh, make sure we have the accurate information up there. Um, Shma Bani, there we go. Well, for those of you who are New York Yankee fans, you may have had a, a late night last night. It's possible. <laughs> it's funny how often things go exactly the way you expect them to go. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll see what happens. There's still a few more games to go at the minimum. So we shall see what uh, the New York Yankees have to offer. Coming up on 10 minutes before the hour, welcome to JM and the AM. Uh, no matter where around the world you may be, we thank you for tuning in. I want to thank those who comment on the app. You can go to the NSN, the Home Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, listener Tikva starts us off with a Boker Tov, such a great Meir Milim yesterday about Isru Chag, mayor of blessed memories, so missed. And I agree with you on both. The piece yesterday was just emblematic of how superb he was at explaining things on the air, especially about the Hebrew language. And the boys he missed. There isn't a day that I don't miss him. And as we get deeper and deeper into the Israeli election season, because remember, Israel's election day is Tuesday, right? Yeah. Israel's election. Oh, it's a week from Tuesday. I apologize. It's a week from Tuesday. And as we get deeper and deeper into the election season, I uh, miss him uh, more and more. And as a friend, as somebody who was uh, a brother to me, I really, really miss him. Anyway, I make it sound like it's a significant date <laughs> regarding mayor. It's not. It's just <laughs> one of those days where I was reminded just how amazing he was. Uh, Jam the Am on this 20th of October, day 25 in the month of Tishrei. I welcome all of you again from around the world, and thank you for tuning in. Rosh Chodesh next week, Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan, yet another mayorism. Always insisted that I call it Mar Cheshvan, and <laughs> for a variety of reasons. Nothing to do with uh, Mr. Cheshvan or Bitter Cheshvan. Nothing to do with either of those. It had to do with... Uh, him being convinced or being able to convince us that the actual name of the month um, started with a mem. 
I think it was Marachshvan based on the Gemara, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. But Rosh Chodesh is Tuesday and Wednesday, two-day Rosh Chodesh next week. We're here, of course. I think Avrami is going to be actually uh, doing Wednesday's show, uh, Bezrat Hashem. Otherwise, a uh, quote-unquote normal week here at JM and the AM coming up next week. The, the next couple of weeks after that, because of the great simcha that we are anticipating, and Liyayin Hara, we will be celebrating with everybody, including you, the wonderful audience, with all the updates, etc. Uh, we've got the uh, oof roof of my future son-in-law. So I'll be taking a couple of days off to head out to Chicago and then a couple of days off for the wedding the following week. And um, it's exciting times, and uh, we appreciate everybody sharing all these amazing, wonderful smachot, all these great occasions with us. Believe you me, it is much appreciated. Much appreciated. Uh, it's really an amazing feeling and we've shared so many incredible and wonderful things over the years and now to be at a stage where we are celebrating and sharing the, uh, birth of a granddaughter, which happened back in July and uh, this wedding, which is happening, uh, um, next month and all these wonderful things, Billy I and her, it's, it's incredible to share it with all of you. And, um, what can I say? It's just a wonderful feeling, Baruch Hashem, and I wish it upon everybody. JM and the AM Thursday. Uh, well, today, uh, a special treat for those of you who uh, went through Yuntif and were baffled by some of the things that went on. <laughs> Rabbi David Heber, our calendaric trivia expert, uh, I've asked him to come on. He asked why, uh, because obviously we always have him on toward the beginning of the Jewish year, which we did, and we have him on uh, you know, different points during the year. Uh, but um, in this case, I asked Rabbi Heber to come on because there was just too many things that happened over Yuntif that I got to review with him. <laughs> so we'll have that for you coming up at uh, just about 7.30 this morning. Tani Gutterman's going to join us. Remember, he's a big part of our Thursday lineup. Tani talks Parsha right after the uh, Erev Shabbat show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem every single Thursday night uh, here at the Nahum Siegel Network. In fact, as we always say, there's no reason to touch that dial. Just keep it here all day long for amazing programming. And he's part of it. And he'll join us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning here at JM. And by the way, I spoke to Elliot Weiselberg yesterday. We were going to try very, he's going to try very hard. I don't have to do any work. He has to do all the work. He's going to try very hard to get a Yeshiva League sports update going for Tuesday mornings, uh, which has been a tradition of ours here for many, many years. Um, by the way, I want to give a special shout out to um, Rabbi Rubin and everybody at the Kushner schools this morning. I meant to call Rabbi Rubin because one of his students um, came through with a spectacular performance over the high holidays. And I meant to mention it to him, and I, I don't know how I how it slipped my mind. So I'm, gonna, I'm going to give a special shout-out to Rabbi Rubin and everybody in the, the Kushner schools this morning as everybody wakes up and gets set for school from all of us here at JM in the AM. Um, what I, I mentioned the Elliot Weiselberg, Yeshiva League Sports Update. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honeline is scheduled to return, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time. Also a special um, uh, a special treat, Rabbi Hanoch Teller is scheduled to join us tomorrow morning in the 7 o'clock hour here at JMNAM. He's got an update on an event going on this coming Saturday night in the five towns. So there's a lot happening, and I'm glad you're with us and tuned in every single morning to all of us here at JM in the AM.
Liner wrapping up hour number one for us on Thursday morning at JM in the AM.
Simcha Leiner at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Galei, it's on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Heber, a half hour from now on Jewish calendaric trivia, or in this case, some of the things that really bothered me over Yuntif. <laughs> we'll talk about that coming up here at JM in the AM. Uh, what else? Tani Gutterman in hour number three this morning. His Tani Talks Parsha is a big part of our Thursday night schedule right after the very popular... Uh, Era of Shabbos show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. We'll speak with Tani Gutterman coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Malcolm Holine scheduled for tomorrow. Weekly update, Rabbi Hanoch Teller scheduled in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow. Rabbi Yudin, Harry Rothenberg, and plenty more. You don't want to miss a Thursday or a Friday here at the Nahum Siegel Network, that I can tell you. You never want to do that. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Boker Tov from Jam in the AM. גלי צהל השעה שתיים, שלום רב, באולפן אהוד גרף, עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הותר לפרסום, שלושה אזרחים ישראלים, תושבי הצפון, נאשמים במסירת מידע וסיוע לחמאס בטורקיה. מדווח כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. מכתב האישום עולה כי אחד הנאשמים שעבד בתפקיד בכיר בחברת סלקום עם גישה נרחבת למערכות נפגש בטורקיה עם גורמי חמאס והעביר להם מידע רגיש על תשתיות תקשורת בישראל. זאת במטרה לסייע לחמאס לפגוע בתשתיות אלה בזמן לחימה עתידית וזאת בין היתר בשל העובדה שסלקום מעניקה שירותים לכוחות צה"ל ולמשטרה. בנוסף שני נאשמים נוספים נפגשו עם בכירי חמאס בטורקיה מספר פעמים ופעלו להעביר להם מידע קריטי בסיום חקירת השב"כ והמשטרה הוגש נגד השלושה כתב אישום חמור. ההסכם הימי עם לבנון. ראש הממשלה יאיר לפיד תוקף את התנהלות נתניהו והאופוזיציה אל מול ההסכם ואומר מדובר בהפקרות. זה באחריות וסמכות הממשלה. אחריות עליי, אחריות עלינו, יבואו אלינו אם יהיה תקלה. יש משהו מטריד בעיניי שראש האופוזיציה והאופוזיציה יוצאים בזעם נגד הסכם שלא רק שהם לא קראו אותו ולא יודעים מה יש בו, מציעים להם לקרוא אותו ומסרבים. יש פה אופוזיציה מופקרת. אין לי מילה אחרת. מדבריו של לפיד הביאה כתבתנו עינב קרנר. כתבתנו אנה פינס מזכירה כי הערב ידון בג"ץ בשידור חי בעתירה נגד אישורו של ההסכם ללא הצבעה בכנסת. נמשכת המתיחות ביהודה ושומרון. אירוע אלימות נוסף בשעה האחרונה, סמוך לכפר אל-מועייר. על פי גורם ביטחוני, פעילי ימין שרפו רכב של פלסטינים וגרמו נזק למטה באזור. מוקדם יותר היום נעצר חייל צה"ל מהשומרון בחשד שהשתתף בתקיפת חיילים יחד עם מתנחלים נוספים הלילה בכפר חווארה. ראש מועצת אפרת עודד רביבי גינה את האירוע בריאיון לאמיר בר שלום. המציאות שבה בסוף חיילי צה"ל נפגעים ונפצעים מיהודים היא מדרון חלקלק שאסור, אסור, אסור בכלל להגיע אליו. ואם זאת המציאות שאנחנו למדנו הבוקר על אירועי הלילה, אנחנו צריכים לעשות הכל כדי לעצור אותה. בתוך כך, הלילה התעמתו מאות פלסטינים באלימות מול כוחות הביטחון בכעשרים מוקדי חיכוך ביהודה ושומרון, תוך שימוש בירי חי, ביידוי אבנים, זיקוקים ובקבוקי תבערה ובהצתת צמיגים. בחירות 2022 
יושבת ראש מפלגת העבודה מרב מיכאלי הצהירה כי תמליץ על יאיר לפיד לראשות הממשלה לאחר הבחירות. בהצהרה לתקשורת אמרה שרת התחבורה, אני פונה מכאן ללפיד, אין מה להילחם בתוך הגוש ולא יעזור לך לנסות להביא קולות על חשבון מפלגות המחנה. כתב התחום הפוליטי שחר גליק מוסר כי בהצהרתה ניסתה מיכאלי לדאוג שמצביעי העבודה שעזבו ליש עתיד ישובו למפלגתה בידיעה שתתמוך בלפיד ולא בשר הביטחון גנץ. מזג האוויר מעונן חלקית. ייתכן טפטוף בצפון הארץ ומשעות הערב ירדו גשמים מקומיים והתחוללו סופות רעמים בדרום הארץ. קיים חשש לשיטפונות בנחלי הדרום והמזרח. אלה החדשות שעורך יובל שגב.
J.M. and the A.M. Hakshiva is the name of that one. Comes from Yankee Daskal. Here at J.M. and the A.M. Aish with uh, Vechaye Olam off of Aish volume number three before that one with um, A.B. Rottenberg and Shlomo Simcham. Aishi Tischler, Rakayom. <coughs> yes, he's why told me yesterday that uh, Maishi Tischler is about to come out <coughs> with a brand new album. We'll uh, definitely be on top of that. And I'm sure between my efforts and Yossi's efforts, we'll debut it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. He mentioned a couple of new things coming out. Not a massive season for brand new material, but there certainly are uh, enough to talk about over the next couple of weeks, I guess, between now and Hanukkah. Um, yeah, so we'll have that for you. Rabbi David Heber a few minutes from now, about 7.30 this morning. Um, let's just say there's certain things that happened over Yontif that I need clarification about. All right, David Heber is going to join us coming up right here at JM in the AM. Did you ever feel lonely? Did you ever feel lonely with people all around you? No one's found you.
J.M. in the A.M. with Barry Weber. Ben Melech is the name of that one. Uh, Yaakov Daskal had uh, Hakshiva before that here at J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning, believe it or not, with a full schedule of amazing programming all through the day, including Tani Gutterman tonight, right after Mark Zamek and the Erev Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And Tani's going to join us later on in the 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. We're live from our New Jersey studio this morning, and I thank you for tuning in. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Big shout-out to our friends at A&H. Seth Levin and company in charge of some of the most amazing traditional kosher delicacies out there, including pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Look for the name A&H. After all, it's Thursday. Maybe a big shopping day or a big shopping night for you. You may be looking for something special for Shabbos Bracious. Maybe you got Hassan Torah or Hassan Bracious, and now you have to, you know, give a kiddish. You want to serve some uh, delicious eats. You want to toss out some uh, great deli in order for people to enjoy their uh, Shabbos Bracious kiddish. Um... Plus, Abels and Hyman has old-world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more, modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no-nitrate added, reduced-fat, and reduced-sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. We had a package of some of their incredible hot dogs the other night. 
They are amazing. Uh, visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Take a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. As we always say, you'll be glad you did. And that is an understatement. JM and AM, we'll go drop early to Rabbi Goldwasser. After all, Rabbi Heber is going to join us and uh, we'll start talking about. I should ask Rabbi Heber that question, by the way. <laughs> I should ask him whether. Whether what the rules of the Shabbos, what the rules of the of the Chassan Torah Chassan Bracious Kiddush are, are there any rules that need to be uh, outlined? Does the person who let's say someone buys, well, you know what? Let's do this with the right Heber, <laughs> and I'll be coming up here at JM and AM. Um, should be uh, should be an interesting conversation. I'm really bringing him on just to discuss. Some of the things that I found baffling over Yuntif. That's the only reason he's joining us this time around. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words: Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Morning. We learn in Parshas Ekev, What does Hashem ask of you? Kim Hashem only to fear Hashem and to go in all His ways. We learn in Perkyavos that we should be like the servant who serves his master, not for the sake of receiving reward. The end of the Mishnah says, "In the fear of heaven should be upon you." The great Musa giant Reb Itzla Petterberger asked the following question: In the beginning. The Mishnah says to serve Hashem me'ahava, out of love. Yet at the end of the Mishnah, to serve Hashem with fear. Why is it that the beginning of the Mishnah tells us that we should serve Hashem be'ahava? At the end of the Mishnah, it says serve Hashem with fear. We know that the level of serving Hashem with love is higher than serving Hashem out of fear. Once, one has already achieved the madrig of serving Hashem with love. Why do we have to add that a person should have yiras shamayim, fear of heaven? The Tan is teaching us that even after we reach the exalted level of ahava, a person still has to serve Hashem with yira. Without the foundation of yira, it is impossible to have the ahava. The great tzaddik, the babasali, once went to visit Rav Elefandri. Rav Elefandri gave him a bracha, and Baba Sali wanted to give him a bracha in return, saying that the blessing of a humble person is something substantial. Rav Elefandri responded, You are a great person. You are especially worthy of giving a bracha, like it says in Tehillim, Ki chen yuvorach gover Hashem. This generally is interpreted as, who should be blessed? The man who fears Hashem. However, it can also be read, who is capable of giving the greatest bracha? The one who fears Hashem. With that, Baba Sali gave the bracha to Rav Alafandri. One of the very first things that we say each and every morning is, Yiras Hashem hi tohoira. We talk about the purity of the fear of Hashem. The reason that we say this first in the morning is for us to understand 
that our entire day we work on Yira Shamayim. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. Big thank you, of course, Rabbi Goldwasser. Well, um, we bring Rabbi David Heber on the air uh, on different occasions to talk about Jewish calendaric trivia. Obviously, there is nobody like Rabbi Heber when it comes to this area of, um, of interest. He is the rabbi of Kahal Avas Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek in Baltimore. He's Kashus administrator at the Star K. And he has this uh, amazing and incredible book that we will never stop recommending. <laughs> that I can tell you. The Intriguing World of Jewish Time. Buy it. Give it to the bar and bat mitzvah uh, kids. Uh, they'll find it amazing and fascinating. And it's not just for kids, for everybody. The Intriguing World of Jewish Time, Rabbi David Heber. Rabbi David Heber, a, a good yard to you, a, a gesund winter, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good yard to you and your listeners. By the way, is it a gesund winter? Does it have to be a freilichen winter? A, uh, you know, uh, all, all of the above. <laughs> uh, so, so, anything's ex- so once, once you hit Tuesday night outside of Israel, any of those greetings are acceptable. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I said I, I said I would start with the most important question. I brought you on today for one reason. I was intrigued by some of the things that happened over Yuntav, and I had to chazer them over. I had to review them with you. So first of all, what are the rule, What are the rules of the kiddush for chassid Torah and chassid brachos? It's only the recipient, right? If someone buys it for someone else, it's the person that actually gets it that must give a kiddush. Correct. Correct. That's correct. Right. That's correct. So a lot of people do it this Shabbos or other weeks, whatever they could. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, what's the statute of limitations? They could go to one parsha <laughs> with the oh, kid. Oh boy! So, I have to tell you something. We had one year in our show. Someone else Right. And one year there was a simcha. So this week, it must have been in like uh, I don't remember. And and by, by the year of Corona, also it was postponed for. Very long because we were making kiddush, if I remember correctly. So we postponed it. But I remember it's a rub's dream because you get to darshan about some Tyra <laughs> in the middle of July. You know, so, yeah. of course it happened to you, Rabbi Heber. <laughs> and, yeah. and so, so they're so they're likely. It's likely. I mean, we you know, I think here we could actually set a precedent. You and I can now declare on behalf of the Jewish people worldwide that the Chassid Torah or and or Chassid Brachas Kiddush must be done by I don't know. Let's choose that. Should it be Hanukkah? Should it be Pesach? Because obviously, you know, the shul's turned over from Chabetz to uh, to Pesach. Dick should should it be until the end of uh, of Shavuos when you hit the fi- you finish the Shalosh Regalim? What should we do, Rabbi Heber? We have the power right I now to, to make a rule. The power right now, <laughs> I would say it goes by Shnai Mikavecha Targum rules, which are my recedra, which you have till next Simchas Torah. If you miss it, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so yeah. we're being we're being very lenient. Year, decades from yeah. now, they'll say that the Heber the Heber Siegel team yeah. was very lenient when it came to the Chassid Torah Chassid Brachos Kiddush. You betcha, you betcha. I'll tell you, all these all these questions should be so easy. I'll tell you a couple of baffling things, and that's why I. Uh, I, uh, I asked you to join me this morning. So don't you remember, you know, and again, this is not a knock on Art Scroll at all. I know the research, and they have amazing Talmud Echachamim, incredible uh, Rabbanim uh, and, um, and Torah scholars that are doing, you know, th- that, are, that are working on their publications. I'm only bringing them up because that's the machzor we used in shul. And I remember as a kid, don't you remember as a kid as well, that the Aravas, the Hoshanas, 
would be clopped with the words kol mevaser mevaser yomer that as you were as you were clopping hashadas that's what those were the words coming out of your mouth it looks like according to the modern machzorim that the, the kol mevaser should be said first and then afterwards there's a uh, uh, there's the actual clopping of hashadas what's your comment about that right good question okay so from a memory you're right I, I seem to recall such a thing also, but maybe it's just because we were kids and like the Komavasar as a kid, you know, you remember hearing them yelling out Komavasar, you know, the Chazan and everybody saying it out loud. Right. And then as a kid, I'm not sure if you said the small print, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but really, there's, there's a couple of men hug him there. So. Some say in the middle of Kashi's Kabul. I think some say before Kashi's Kabul. Right. After, after. Right. But again, you have that Hashir Samech, a little paragraph. Right. I think I think they're right. Obviously, they're right. I think that's the prevalent meaning is to say it is to say it at the end. You know, at the very end. You know, by around the Kaddish. After, area, after you sh- after the Aron Kodesh has been closed. As a kid, I remember the Aron Kodesh was still that's open when sure. it was done. Yeah, that has to be that has to, because it's a design. You know, it's not proper to right. go ahead and clap cup uh, Shabbos while the Aron is open at that point. Right. All right. It's the it's the old you know conflict between uh, uh, between tradition of youth and what you remember and what you should actually do. You know what I mean? <laughs> like what, what, what the proper thing is to do. Um, so on Shabbos Cholamoid, would you say Vizkalalos Laregel? I've seen both uh, in the Mishaberach because obviously we say Lechvod Shabbos, but would you say Lechvod Haregel as well? Because after all, even though even though it's Cholamoid, it's still part of the Regel, right? Right. Correct. So that's, that's funny. The guy came over to me and asked me that question. Wow. And I told him to do it. I told him to do it. Certainly Sukkot, because Sukkot, you know, is a bump up. Right. And the Haftira, we said the extra mention Yontif, um, even though the Haftira is only coming, not because it's Cholomai, but because it's Shabbos. Shabbos Cholomai Pesach, we only say Mekadosh Shabbos. Shabbos Cholomai Sukkot. Right. We do both. So certainly Sukkot, you would do Lechveira Rego, but I would even guess Pesach. You're right, because it's Cholomai. I mean, you, you technically have the right to do it. Look, let's say you made a Mishabach HaCholomoyed. Someone uh, decided to make it on a week, quote-unquote, not the Yontif, but rather Cholomoyed. I think you'd also say the a regal uh, in that case, because again, like you're saying, it's regal. Like you're yeah. right. It's so case. it's so funny because I know that if someone would say lechvod regel, someone would shout out not to do it, you know. <laughs> so, of course, yeah. uh, but that's the meaning yeah. of the shul. The meaning of the shul is to have a fight about whether to do it or not, you know. So, <laughs> um, Anim Zmiris, I mean Hoshana Rabba, is it exclusively at the beginning of davening like Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, or as someone suggested to me over Yuntiv, they've seen Anim Zmiris at the end of Musaf on Russia, even on Rosh Hashanah. Have you ever seen that or anything having to do with the Amim Narayim slash Hoshana? Rabba, you're always going to say Shira covered at the beginning of davening. Okay, so you ask a great question. I had this, I had this aura 20 years ago when I started davening. When I, you know, when I was actually I was assistant rav to Michael Feldman, trying to talk to Rocha. It was my first year. I was the chazan. I had been chazan previously for Musaf in two other shuls, and uh, they did share, you know Shira covered at the beginning of davening, and all of a sudden I'm in. You know, a new show. I'm a sister rabbi. I'm diving for Amid. It's a long Musaf, and and I see the Shia covered at the end of Musaf. You know, after a long Musaf, you know, I remember my father, you know, finishing his davening, and that was it. Musaf ended, and it was a short ending, and that was it. Um, so I believe, I actually, I have a, a quick story to tell you. But yeah. in our show, we do the Shia covered at the end of Rosh Hashanah. And at the end of, um, certainly Hashanah Rabbah, we do it at the end of David, but even Hashanah, really? we do it at the end of Musaf. Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, not. 
Rosh Hashanah, yes, but now you're really getting to my memories now. <laughs> because every year on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, I remember if you're asking this question, when I grew up in St. Louis, my father was Chazan in first Israel. First Israel, Chavah Kadisha, today it's known as Tik. And he right. was a Chazan there until about 50 years ago. And 50 years ago, they moved to Chesterfield. And um, my father didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to move out to, the, to this new neighborhood, which they brought Hashem, Shiva there, and it's a tremendous uh, uh, neighborhood. But in those days, it was a small neighborhood. And it was just starting. So we, we my father became the Chazan of Shalemus, where Rabbi Echesi was the Rav. Anyway, that's the history. 50 years ago, we moved. We moved to Shul. So we, we were in our same house. Anyway, when I was a kid, I am, I'm giving away my little secrets here. <laughs> when I was a, a when I was a kid, so the rabbi was Rabbi Milton Poland, was the Rav. And, um, I remember Rabbi Paul. He was, president, he was yeah. president of the RCA at one time. Yes, yes, yes. He, was, he became the Rav of King's West. Right, Center. in Brooklyn, right. He was, like his aunt, right? right. he was my Rav when I was, uh, when I was a little boy. Wow. So it was a one year. I don't remember. I, I did something that I was not allowed to do Adam's Virus anymore. I was this little a first grader, maybe. And uh, I don't know why I was banned for a few weeks. I, I can't tell you what I did wrong, but I couldn't do it. I remember on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, I asked my father if he could ask Ray Poland if I could resume my, you know, if I could get back in the rotation. Right. And Rabbi Poland, Rabbi Poland said yes. So every year the second day of Rosh Hashanah, I remember I had that Rachamim from the Rav. I, get, I don't remember what I did. But like, Karachim, you know, Karachim of Abundant. Like I said, the second day of Rosh Hashanah. So now I'm going to tell you the story now, because obviously we did Amzir at the end of the evening, because right. I remember this vividly. Right. Uh, of of getting, getting back in the rotation. So. Uh, and we're dedicating that story about Chesterfield to Stanley Raskis, who might be listening right now. So we're going to dedicate it to him, if you don't mind. Oh, sure, St. Louis, absolutely, sure. Of course, the great St. Louis people. Uh, Rabbi David Heber is with us. We're talking about some of the things that went on or didn't go on uh, during um, uh, during the uh, the holidays. Now, uh, you must have noticed this. I can't be the only one who noticed this. Um, in the old Sidurim, and again, the comparison to Art Scroll is only old versus modern. It's not, not a knock on anybody. In the old Sidurim, in the Hoshana paragraphs, for some reason, at the end of the paragraphs, they always have the words Hoshana. Do you ever notice that? Like before the last one or two of the Hoshanas that you're going, I'm not talking about the original four. Right. You know what I'm talking about? The paragraph. For, I don't right, know, correct, correct. And, 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 and once, and all the, right. And then once, and it looks. Walk around. When you right, walk around. And it looks random. It looks random to me, but there may be a reason why it's like that. I actually looked at it. Leil Simchus Torah. I went to some of the old Sidurim just to check it out. Now, in the Machzor that we use, the Art Scroll Machzor, which again has been researched and updated and, you know, supervised by some incredible Tamid Echamim, as you know. So they don't have the word Hoshana anywhere in those paragraphs, except once. Correct. Which prompted me to tell the Baltfila that it's not that it's not that you're saying Hoshana Shoagim Hoshana. You're saying because why would someone say you know Shoagim means to scream or to yell, right? So why would someone Correct, why, right, would, why right. would someone be commemorating yelling? It's Shoagim Hoshana. You're you're pointing out that people Correct. are screaming the words Hoshana. So it's Hoshana Shoagim Hoshana Hoshana. Correct. That's how it That's should be. Correct. That is correct. So, 100%. so number, so could you, exp- so number one, please, Balei Tefillah, I'm begging you, stop this pet peeve of mine, and and don't think that that word is just randomly there to be, you know, an ending of one of the Hoshanas. But would you know why in the old Sidurim Hoshana was tossed in at the end of those paragraphs? What seems to be randomly, right? So, 
So I think that on this, well, first of all, there's two men hugging. I think the prevalent minig, the Bible call minig America, is to do Aishana and make the statement Aishana by everyone. Right. Correct. So, you know, Aishana, see Aishana, 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 et cetera. When you get to Aishana, like you say, Shaggy Aishana, Aishana, you say right. it twice. Right. There are places that just say without Aishana. In their Yisrael, in Yeshiva State Yisrael, um, they actually just say it without Aishana. So they'll say, you know, the first four, and then they'll say, uh, I said maybe, except that at the end, at the very end, by the last one, they say Hashan, I think the tough Hashan. If I, if I, so they would just say um, the words Evan Shasia and Beis Abahira? That's correct, yes. yes. Because in, I've, se- I've seen a Chabad minig, or a Chabad minion, I should say, that says Hoshana Evan Shasia, and then Hoshana Beis Abahira. In other words, they'll only say the words Hoshana th- at, this, at, at the beginning. beginning. Right. Okay, so yeah, there's three, three minigam on that. Wow. Again, the prevalent minig America is both surrounding everyone. So that's why the old sitter then, has it. For those who didn't say Hoshana, that at the end they want you to say it. Right, right, exactly. Wow. Correct. The last, the, the last, the tough, I think, gets surrounded by Hashan, I believe. Interesting. Um, Correct. It's yeah, either the tough or, bo- or both the shin and the tough. I don't remember. I don't have it in front of me. It's, it's either both or it's, it's just I mean, the, the last. End of the shin and the, begin- end of the tough, I right. think, which means really the beginning of the tough. And the, and the, wow. that, that's the different than Hagen. Again, we're used to have one way. Again, most shuls do it both ways. I mean, that's the way I grew up, and that's the way I remember it right. well. You know, Hoshana, uh, and so on. Hoshana Rabbah, Machlokas Viazor Vesigola, or it's clearly Viazor? Okay, so now this is a very tricky question. You know, for, first and of by all, the way, and by the way, and by the way, and let me point out that again, the Art Scroll Machzer uh, has Viazor. Not even a question. Like, that's what you say, and that's the end of it. Oh, you want? I'm sorry. I think it's a two. Yeah, it's, it's Viazor. It's right? for sure Viazor. It's Viazor. Right, it's Yazar, yes, because it's Yontif. Unless you're admitted, there are those who are knowing not to have the Yontif davening. Really? Or the davening. But if you're very, I believe Bin Chabad is, is regular davening, like Halabayit, of course, with all the Hishanas. So what did you think I originally had asked the, you? No, I thought you asked me the tune to use, to use Yom Nero. Ah, and oh, Taka. That's a huge, yeah. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. <laughs> is it Shalash or is it Yom Narayib? Yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's a huge... Um, it depends. <laughs> wow. If you look in the in the in the in the Luach Davar Bikitai, it's got two minhagim. On it shows you two different minhagim exactly, literally part by part, what to do, how to do it. Every shul has their own. This this is this is beyond any. Someone's got to write this up, but it's beyond any uh, any you know discussion. Say every shul has a different minhagir. Right. How to do this, Shana Would you um? Would you have a problem with, uh, you know, I mean, most people, most shuls on Hoshana Rabba will do Yom Narayim Nusach for Pesukah de Zimra. Correct. Would you have a problem Correct. having, oh, would you have a problem having a Shlich Tzibur wearing both tefillin and a kittel? That's another fascinating question. So, of course, of course we're, well, the question really is, right, exactly, we, we, you do that. I mean, that's, we do that in our shul. We you have someone who wears tefillin as a Shlich Tzibur. That's what happens, right. We do Hoshana's at the end of, at the end of, um, Howl. The end of chakras. Right. So, and howl, right? So that happens. But again, the prevalent minig is, well, if you're doing chakras of the run, that means you're not wearing fillet. That's the expired. But again, it's, a lot of shuls do it now after chakras. You, you're going to see that. It, it is a fascinating seed. Um, seed filling with a kittle, but, you know, uh, yeah, but the Shliach uh, Tzibor is taking off filling before hollow. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Right. But he still has to get the lawn from early. He has to get right. the lawn from early. 100%. But, uh, it is an interesting look. Right. In other words, he's not he's not doing Hoshana with filling on, but but he's doing so right, he's right. No, Zimmer with filling right. on. Right. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Is your minute to wear filling uh Holomoid or not? I I don't wear filling. I don't wear filling. Our family doesn't wear filling. Yeah, neither do, neither do we. It's uh, it's interesting yeah. as well. Um, do you feel lacking on Tuesday when you're not wearing tefillin, knowing that it's a mitzvah daraisa to wear tefillin, but we have Yontav Shani? No, because uh, oh, oh, Tuesday, I mean, oh, no, no, it's, it's Yontav, you know, so it was, it was fine. It was easy. That was easy. I don't think it's to, it's, to, it's to feel good when you put it on, to have that special feeling after a week, week and a half without tefillin. So Wednesday, Wednesday you felt even so even though Yuntif was gone you felt elevated on Isru Chag. Well Tuesday night I thought oh, I'll be elevated tomorrow morning and then uh, you got to remember to feel if, if you try to you know try to engage in that whole bit very special you know a special way to start uh, Isru Chag and to start the Yemei Chayil for now the long winter. When was your sukkah put away? It's still up. <laughs> the decorations came down last night, though. <laughs> All right, and now I'm going to blow your mind because uh, I have a, I have two special messages for you from Gavriel Siegel, uh, who's our youngest son, and had two two what I thought were amazing observations over Yuntiv, and he said, oh, you got to discuss this with Rabbi Heber. Are you ready, Rabbi Heber? Go ahead, yep. Gavriel, Gavriel says, Rabbi Heber always rightfully makes a big deal about the fact that the longest benching of the year is when we have uh, Al-Hanisim and Yalaviovo on a Shabbos, right? And, and of course, you and I have discussed this a million times over the last couple of decades, correct? Right, yes. But does Rabbi Heber know, Gavriel Siegel asks, what, the, what clearly is the second longest benching of the year? Oh, no, I never thought of that. So I guess you mean... Uh... Shabbos Sukkot with the Harachman who Yaakov Lano Sukkot started on that follow. Very good. <laughs> oh, good. That's a good. That's a good. Next year. Next year. We got to remember that for next year. Well, what's okay. that? No, but it, no, but we had it this year for those who say Yom Chilul Tov during the week as well. Because there are people that say Yom Chilul Tov. Uh, oh, because you have Shabbos Yom Chilul. You're right. I got correct. it. I got it. I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Every Shabbos. I mean, you can have it every year. So we had it this year. Well, right. Every year in Shabbos Cholam mm-hmm. automatically, if you say all the Harachmans would have it. So that was his first observation. And then the, the next the next one, you're going to say to yourself, oh, gosh, <laughs> this guy thinks the way you do. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all ready. Remember, we're Levium, as you know, because you've had you. you yeah. I, I've had the honor of being called up by you uh, for Elias in the past, as you know. <laughs> so yes, we're, we're yes, Levium yes. and I come back from my Levi Elias, so now I have been up there on Shabbos Cholomoid for both Levi and Shlishi, right? Obviously, that's how it works, right? And, yes. I, and I come back to my seat, and Gavriel Siegel says to me, I think this is the record for the shortest amount of time a Levi could stand at the Torah during Lading. Interesting. Interesting. And so that, maybe, just, well, I just, well, I just tell, tell the audience... Right. The answer would be... A I got to go count the words. Now I got to go count the words and get back to you on that one. Because what That's would it be... That's a word count because he, he, three and three. You're going to get three and three there too. Masa, you're also going to get three and three according to most Hakim. Yeah, we got to make some counts. I don't know that off the cuff. Though. Most most Masse, like most Masse, um I mean Masse doesn't happen that often, but once, but most of them that have happened over because my Benjamin's uh, bar mitzvah official bar mitzvah was Masse, and uh, most uh, of the Monday Thursday Masse's that I've seen have been to read all the 
all the yeah. Uh, yeah, the most. I think a lot of places in America would read, read the short version. The really, the long on Shabbos to be the long. But we got to go make a word count on that. But a great, tell them great horror. That's a great one. I like it. And it's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I wish I would have thought of Purim. Of course, it should be Purim morning. But this may be. These are those are pretty short alias Shabbos Cholamayim Sukkis. I'll bet I mean, Sukkis is shorter words. I bet my guess. We'll wow. Check it out. In which case, yeah. he would be right. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, uh, I wonder if that's worthy enough for you for your next book, the, the shortest amount of time that a lady can no, be yeah, standing in the Torah. And yeah, by no. the way, while we're on the topic, there are there are for those of us who are Levian, there are times we're up there for quite a while. There's certain Aliyas, there's certain Levi oh, Aliyas yeah. that are pretty Absolutely. long. So. Absolutely, Cohen <laughs> Kisisa is up there forever. The Co- longest. Cohen is very long. Uh, and even and by the way, if uh, if if, um, uh, if someone if someone gets Asertasar as a Levi Bimkom Cohen, then which you know happens yeah, yeah, there yeah. there are a lot of times that there's no Cohen. Oh, by the way, there was another. Sure. I, I just reminded myself. Oh yeah, and last question for me, and then you can tell us if you have anything you'd like to add as we get in. Oh yeah, the t- actually two more things. There's always two more things with you, Rabbi Heber. Um, there are no kids in shul. There are no kids in shul. Can you just wrap up laning and go straight to Chassan Torah? You mean no? You mean no call on arm? You mean correct? I guess so. Yeah, no call. No, on and arm. no, re- like it's no big. That, like that's what we did, and it's no big deal, right? I mean, it, it seems like there's no big deal. No, no, right? No call on arm is if they're kids. Right. You know, it's not like someone has to get the call on arm Aliyah. No, no. And finally, Rabbi Heber, as we wrap up this holiday season, next week. The high schooler's nightmare. Do you know what I'm referring to? <laughs> it's late. Nate's is late. No, no, because it gets later, so it's not next week because we're not changing the clock yet. Why is next week the high the high school bucker's nightmare? <laughs> I know you're gonna oh, you're gonna laugh when I when I reveal yeah, this. Yeah. Rosh Chodesh Tuesday and Wednesday, lighting four days oh. in a row. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's or for shuls, they also got to get up early in a lot of shuls. They daven early. That's right. Real, really quick. The hakel, hakel is all the kids, the children came to Yishalayim this year's hakel, following you know the shemitah. When everyone came to Yishalayim, it says we bring the taf, the children to Yisrael. I said this on the second day of Sukkot. The letters taf or tas and pe, the rarest letter in the Torah, the only letter in the Torah that appears less than a thousand times, is an end of pe, right? A pe sofis. The, the least common regular letter is a tess. When something is rare, it's precious. The letters tess is the rarest regular letter, and the pay is the rarest letter, right? End of letter. Our children are precious. That's why they're spelled tough. They're precious. They're, 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 when something is again rare, we treat every child individually, especially like he's the only child, she's the only child. That's the rarity of tough, and therefore the word tough is spelled with a tess and an end of pay. Love it. Someone told me there's no peso feet in Shmonesre, except on one occasion. That is true. Except Purim, with Purim. the word taf. In Alanisim, yeah. right? In benching also. In benching also. In benching also. There's no peso feet in benching except Alanisim. No. That's correct. Yep. In the regular, the first four brachas. That's and correct. since this week is Shabbos Bracious, there's no Samach in, in Maisa Bracious? Is it Samach? Or? To begin, correct. That's I think correct. Right? There's no yep. Samach in Maisa Bracious. The right. entire first Aliyah, you are that's correct. Right. You won't find the letter Samach. Well, righty. Rabbi Heber, 
What can I say? What a delight it is to speak to you. I wish you the best in the upcoming year, and I cannot wait. I already can't wait to start compiling my list for our next conversation. Okay. Can't wait. Zeigesund. Take care. He is, Have a good year to you and your listeners. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. He is the author of the book, The Intriguing World of Jewish Time. It is a must, 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 must read, which means you got to buy it. Uh, go to the web, The Intriguing World of Jewish Time, Rabbi David Heber. Uh, he is also the... Um, he is also the uh, rabbi of Kahal Avas Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek in Baltimore, Kashish administrator to Star K, and most notably, and I'm sure this is the title that he wears with the greatest pride, he is Jewish calendaric consultant for JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs> I would guess that he wears that with the greatest pride. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
with Sandy Shmueli. That's a good one, huh? Certainly is. Tismach Achi is the name of that. Here at JM in the AM. Before that, the um, a selection from Shlaimi Gertner, Leif Tahar, Kishoshana done by Duvido. Well, good reaction to Rabbi Heber's appearance. <laughs> a lot of interesting things to go through, I'll tell you. And he's got the answers. Boy, does he have the answers on that, uh, the short Aliyah questions. How did I forget Purim? Of course. That's why Rabbi Heber is Rabbi Heber. He doesn't forget these things, that's for sure. JM and AM, I want to thank those who are commenting on the app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Chaya says, uh, Boker Tov from Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. Thanks for the shout-out. Yeah, well-deserved. Say hi to Rabbi Rubin and uh, let him know that one of his students was uh, simply spectacular in their uh, 
important role during the Umm Narayim. I have to make sure to let him know. Uh, our listener here says, uh, good morning and a gesunter winter. Can you play Happy Days Are Coming by Mordechai Ben David? Ooh. See if we could do that one. Um, so much fun hearing you have so much fun thinking of all the people that go to public school and are denied a yeshiva education have they not part of all this. You're very lucky. Listen to Devorah. Thank you for that. Yeah, well, we try our best to, 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 um, explain and help along uh, to explain things and help uh, you know those who are not as familiar with these minutia uh, that I discussed with everybody Heber uh, you know and you know that's why I try to interject where you know more and more people would understand but uh, yeah it's hard but when it's you know part of your existence growing up and such a big part of uh, you know your family life all this minutia <laughs> of of synagogue becomes really, really important. And some of it becomes, uh, you know, um, I don't want to say irritating, God forbid. Some of it becomes, you know, you need to understand some of it, why we do it. AJA Carpool 204 says they're glad to be back on the road after their Sukkot break. They're getting ready for their special theme, Bracious Kiddish. I mean, Bracious, you can get away with anything at the Kiddish, right? <laughs> you can serve anything and then say, uh, yeah, well, this was created, you know, during my sebracious. Listener Daniel's getting ready for that, and hopefully every week he'll keep us up to date until the partials become impossible to have an appropriate kiddish. He'll keep us up to date on what they're serving at their weekly kiddish in the commemoration of each parsha. Have some fun with it. Make sure the kids have fun with it. Make sure the grandkids have fun with it. A Shabbos bracious kiddish that reflects some of the amazing things about the creation of this world. Why not? Why not? More coming up. It's Thursday here at JM&M. We're going to be speaking with Tani Gutterman. He's part of our big Thursday lineup right after uh, Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Tani Gutterman has Tani Talks Parsha right here on the air tonight and every Thursday night. So he'll be joining us here at JM&M for a discussion about that. And, um, and I remind you that... Um, we have amazing programming. We have uh, Thursday live lunch with Yossi Zwei coming up at um, 11 a.m. Eastern time. We've got the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. You'll hear it tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time, tomorrow morning at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern time. Tani talks Parsha tonight after the Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honline returns. He's scheduled to return, to return Harry Rothenberg, uh, Rabbi Yudin, um, tomorrow, Rabbi Hanoch Teller is scheduled to join us. There's an event in the five towns this weekend that he'll be talking about. So stay tuned. There's nothing like a Thursday, nothing like a Friday, nothing like any day for us and for you right here at JM in the AM. More coming up. This is from Lenny Solomon at JM in the AM. Oh, she ain't new, 
J.M. in the A.M. with Avramo. It's Avram Freed and Leba Dick plus Amachaya before that. Riffa Ainu done by uh, Lenny Solomon. And here we are on a Thursday morning broadcast at J.M. in the A.M. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abels and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies. Pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old World Classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. This is the website at kosherdogs.net. And try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. More coming up, including uh, Tani Gutterman, who's going to be joining us here at JMNAM. Tani Talks Parshas uh, with us here at the Nahum Siegel Network every single Thursday night at 10 p.m. We'll have a chance to speak with him coming up here at JM in the AM. Uh, don't forget tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline returns. Weekly update tomorrow. Uh, starting at uh, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time right here at JM in the AM. Oh, 
What you did with Haluka here at JM and the AM. Yehuda Green's Rebbe Rebbe before that here at JM and the AM. Plenty coming up now that we're back into our regular season. Don't forget Malcolm Holmline tomorrow, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time with a weekly update. Uh, tomorrow, Rabbi Hanoch Teller joins us in the 7 o'clock hour. Harry Rothenberg in the 7 o'clock hour. Rabbi Yudin in the 8 o'clock hour. I want to thank Rabbi David Heber. We had some great calendaric trivia conversation earlier. If you missed it, check out the archives later on at NahumSiegel.com. And, of course, on the NSN app. With us live via telephone is Tani Gutterman. Tani Gutterman has been an amazing addition to our schedule. Tani does a whole bunch of podcasts on a variety of issues. I don't know where he finds the time to do all the things that he does. And one of the things that he does, and the first thing we introduce to our audience uh, from his repertoire, is something called Tani Talks Parsha. It is on every single Thursday night at the Nahum Siegel Network, right after the very popular Mark Zamek presentation of the Erev Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Generally starts around 10 p.m. That's officially when it's scheduled for. And the Tani Gutterman is with us live via telephone on this Thursday morning broadcast. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. A pleasure to be here, Nachum. Thank you so much for having me. How many podcasts are you up to? How many, how many different series are you now involved with? <laughs> I have five different podcasts, and... Um, one of them is live. We do Tiny Talks Radio Monday nights at 8.30 on our Sheeran Zonin app. Of course, it's Tiny Talks Parsha, which thank God you guys brought to you on uh, Thursday nights. And then we have Tiny Talks OT. I'm an occupational therapist by trade. Tiny Talks Stop, where we have a few, mis- a few minute lesson on the dock. And Tiny Talks Perk Elvis, where we talk my favorite safe for a mission per day. Uh, yeah, and some of those that you just mentioned, we've really got to add to our schedule, but that's for a different conversation. Uh, Tani Talks Parsha has been a great uh, addition to the NSN network and uh, airs every single Thursday night at 10 o'clock. You know, Shabbos Bracious, obviously we start the Torah again this Shabbos. If you had to describe to the people listening around the world uh, what makes Tani Talks Parsha unique or what the angle or vision of your study of the Torah portion is, what would you say? I would say that nowadays when there's so much running around and running here, running there, it's so difficult to focus and listen for such a long time. So the point of Tani Talks Farsha, we try to talk some practical aspects of the week with the Torah portion to keep, and we try to do it now, this season, between five to ten minutes to keep it nice, short, succinct, but always something practical to take, whether from a word or a phrase, something that comes in that week's Farsha that we can take with us and be uplifted Every week. Are you happy with what you've prepared for tonight's Tani Talks Parsha? Tonight we're talking about the new beginnings, how we're starting a new year, and I think it's a wonderful way of going into the new season, starting season three, 
Tortani Talks Parsha, and I think it's a wonderful way to kick off the new season with the new year, with the new round of all the wonderful Parshiot in our Torah. Someone like yourself who's involved, as you described, in uh, uh, in different um, uh, ways of helping people and being there for people in, a, in your professional life, um, what can you say about new beginnings? What can you tell us about a new slate? What 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 advice can you give someone who you know looks at the calendar and says, "I really got to you know change things around, uh, switch things up, and uh, become a bit different in this brand new year." It's funny that you asked that, Nachum, because that's exactly one of the essential points we talk about tonight. Snake preview on Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk the idea of once we come to a new year, once we come to a new beginning. We start with the new Parshio, starting with Boratius. We have the chance to begin the year anew. And a great Gadol once said, my thing that I'm accepting upon myself, my little thing for the year that I want to bench out of a bench looking inside. So for all of us who want to make grandiose changes, grandiose changes don't happen overnight. Everything starts with small steps leading to big changes. And I would say to people, we just need to do something very small. Whether you want to just look inside the bench or like the Godel did, you want to have a little kavana or not talk Lashonara for 30 minutes. Any small thing you could do will change the whole world. Isn't it amazing how long it takes human beings to learn that lesson? That concentrating on the small stuff is very often better than dreaming about the big stuff. Absolutely. Tani Gutterman is with us. Uh, he does a brilliant podcast, Tani Talks Parsha, among many others, as he described, uh, some of which we hope to add to our uh, network uh, schedule, just like we did with Tani Talks Parsha. You can catch him tonight, uh, right after the very popular Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbat Show with Mark Zomik. Are you aware of the fact that you're following a very popular show? I hope that our show becomes as popular as the other show as well. Thanks for the success of that wonderful show. <laughs> no, no question about it. Just always nice to have a good lead in. And thank God you have a solid lead in for our listeners here at the network. Baruch Hashem. Thanks so much. How do you find the time, by the way, during the day? Because those who are listening to the fact that uh, you have a, a robust family life, Baruch Hashem, and certainly a robust professional life might wonder how someone can produce and host five podcasts uh, at the minimum every single week. Uh, what would you say about time management to our audience? Well, as an occupational therapist, time management is actually the number one, one of the many things we work on. And I have it down to a science. So like throughout the week, I take care of most of the house stuff for me and my wife and our four children. And when it comes throughout the week, I try to schedule it where either I'll record during a lunch break or I'll record nighttime when everybody's sleeping. The, the live radio show, I specifically do once the kids are sleeping at 8.30 because otherwise it would be mayhem. <laughs> and when it comes to the other shows, they are always within the five to 10 minutes because it's not possible to do Longer than that. We want it to be audio tidbits, audio bursts that uplift your life. And if it's going to be an hour each show, it's way too long. So we have to take the most of the minutes we have in the day, the waking energetic hours, and use it to the utmost. So when someone's a time management expert, one of the worst things you could see is a blank area in your schedule, or, or, I'm, or I'm being too tough saying that? For me, it's difficult to watch people that waste away their time, waste away their days. Obviously, at the end of the day, we have to sit down, we have to recharge, we have to relax. My wife and I actually purposely sit down every night, we and Edder, we try to, to watch something together once the kids are sleeping, whether it's a cooking show, something like that. And then once everybody's sleeping and I'm doing chores, I can unwind too. But during the daytime hours, people that sit and veg, those kind of minutes, those kind of hours will never get back. To me, that's the utmost in wasteful time. That's that's sad to me. 
And if you be, and if you hear from someone that they never need to unwind, would you believe that, or or you do think that there there are people that 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 literally just you know can can behave in a way that the world calls you know workaholic? Are there people who you believe just don't need it? I think there are people that unwind in different ways. I think to the leader of our of our community, I live in West Hempstead, Rabbi Kelmer Zetzal was someone who took 24 hours and made it into 48 hours. I don't know when he ever unwinded, but somehow he made the ability. There are people that can do that, but there are few and far in between. I feel like the rest of us regular Balabatim, if we can unwind, we take out a good Jewish novel. That's one of my favorite things to do on a Friday night. We need to find ways to do a healthy unwinding so we can recharge. If a person says they don't want to, maybe we should schedule an office visit. <laughs> Interesting. Um, very good. Well, a lot of these important messages you'll uh, be able to um, uh, hear and benefit from. Uh, Tani Gutterman, the Tani Talks Parsha, and all of his other podcasts. The Tani Talks Parsha uh, segment is uh, on our network every single Thursday night, including tonight, right after the Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show done by Mark Zamek brilliantly every single week. Tani, I'm going to say welcome to the brand new season. It's been a pleasure having you all these months as part of our schedule, and I appreciate you agreeing to be part of it. And uh, continued Hatzlacha to you. Thank you so, so much for having me. Thank you so much for letting me be part of the family, and Hatzlacha to you as well. Have a wonderful, wonderful day in Shabbos. Tani Gutterman, everybody. Tani Talks Parsha, Thursday nights here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And um, if you want a... Uh, a succinct, worthwhile message based on the Parsha Shavua, based on the Torah portion. You'll want to make sure to tune into Tani Talks Parsha Thursday nights here on NSN. More coming up. It is a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. No one had a friendly word to say. When he came by, they all just looked away The mention of his name just brought a frown He was known as the miser of the town In synagogue, they never called his name People wondered why he even came Little children cursed him up and down they were told he was the miser of the town Well, the years they came and went No one saw a penny spent And he spent his final hour all alone And when they heard he died Not a single person cried And they buried him somewhere without a stone inside a while just to speak you see till last week we were okay for years somebody's brought us food each day we never saw him come or heard him go and who this person is we just don't know 
Every single day that week, someone new came by to speak. The orphan girl, the blind man with his cane. And rumors sorta of grew about a philanthropic Jew who gave a lot but never gave his name. I guess you all can figure out the rest. In charity, the miser was the best. He was buried properly with the town's apology. In a place of honor, he was laid to rest. In a Jewish graveyard somewhere, there's a stone for a man who kept his charity unknown. And on this stone, the simple words are found. We are wiser about the miser of our town. We are wiser about the miser of our town. The miser of our town. study war 
J.M. and the A.M. It's a good song by Avram Freed, but I don't know how it got into our playlist for this morning, <laughs> frankly. Um, I'm not even sure where the Altaster came from. <laughs> anyway, when the Messiah comes, Altaster was the she required. They're great. I just didn't expect to play it this morning. When the Messiah comes, was Avram Rosenblum and Miser of the Town, Sam Glazer, both off the Yes Legacy album here at JM and the AM. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday. You know what we keep saying? We are your amazing soundtrack uh, for a Thursday, Friday era of Shabbos. A phrase that uh, Mark Zamek coined, and he's right about it. And um, boy, is he right about it. And uh, just keep us here all day long at your desk, um, at your desk, in your car, whatever the case may be. Um, Thursdays are always amazing here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Today is no exception. I want to thank those who have been commenting on the app. Much appreciated. Yeah, we know about the marble cake for Parshas Noah. Come on. <laughs> it's always funny. I like that. I think, actually, listener Daniel, I think, does have marble cake next week, if I'm not mistaken. 
I remember from past years. Can't pass up an opportunity to have marble cake on Parsha's Noah. Anyway, this week it's Parsha's Bracious, or Rabbi Yudin tomorrow on Bracious, Harry Rothenberg on Bracious, Tani tonight, Tani Gutterman on Tani Talks Parsha on Bracious, Malcolm Homeline tomorrow with the weekly update, or by Hanoch Teller in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow morning. Um, what else do we have? Yossi's Weig, Thursday live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Mark Zamek, Kedem presents the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek uh, starting at 7 p.m. tonight. Always an amazing show, and this week for Parsha's Bracious, no exception. That's for sure. So plenty going on, to say the least. Uh, this is Avi Peretz at JM in the AM.
up an amazing Thursday for us here at JM and the AM. Charlie Harari is next. Wonderful Thursday programming, including live lunch with Yossi's Y at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Mark Zamek, Erev Shabbat Show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That happens tonight, starting at the 7 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by Tani Gutterman, who I want to thank for joining us this morning with Tani Talks Parsha. Tomorrow morning, Malcolm Holmline is scheduled for the weekly update. Harry Rothenberg, Rabbi Yudin, and Hanoch Teller, and plenty more. Till tomorrow, it's Nachum Single reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.